Welcome to the Bill Cartwright Show with our special guest, Mike Sessage, USF alum. Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Bill. And what a pleasure it is. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you know, it's um, it's interesting because it's hard to get um, alums on the show, especially ex-players. Some are, are thrilled. Some are just not. So I'm really happy to to have you here. But let's let's go really quickly here. I just want you to talk about yourself, uh, where you grew up. And I want you to talk a little bit about mom and dad. Oh, would love to. I got two of the greatest parents ever. Uh, born and raised and still living in San Pedro, California, just uh, down here, uh, Southern California, L.A., San Pedro. Uh, my parents were immigrants. 1969 came out from Croatia. And fun fact, I was born 20 days after they got here. So I was born on July 5th. My mom was in the hospital on July 4th. Being from Croatia, they don't have July 4th Independence Day over there rockets going off fireworks she thought there was a war going outside the hospital until someone that could translate came in and let her know hey no, it's just a celebration which calmed her down somewhat but yeah my mom was a stay-at-home mom you know always cooking cleaning even today that's what she does works in the garden my dad uh carpenter came here and just worked his butt off every day all day to make a better life for his kids. And I have an older brother. He was two and a half when my parents got here. Another funny story. And this is my parents are young, obviously. Uh, I keep asking what they were thinking at the time, and they still can't answer that question. But my mom is ready to give birth. They're leaving, start a new life in a different country. They get a doctor to uh, sign off that she wasn't that pregnant so she can get on a plane. My brother was two and a half. And back then, if you're under two, you could fly for free. So the first stop from Croatia was to Germany. And, you know, that flight, they said my brother was under two and a half. No problem, free, uh, free flight. Then from Germany to the U.S., when they were about to get on the plane, they were asking where the ticket was for my brother. And they gave the same story. And they're like, well, on his passport, it says he's two and a half. Where's his ticket? My parents had $15 in their pocket, couldn't afford a ticket, and they just kept talking their way till the guy got sick of him and goes, all right, just go, just get out of here. <laughs> wow. That's 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 very funny. So um, talk about yourself. Um, what, kind of, what kind of kid were you growing up in, uh, in high school? Were you a... Uh, Sports kid, were you an academic kid? What kind of kid were you in high school? Well, most people find this hard to believe, but I was a great student in high school. Almost all straight A's, AP classes. Yeah, I tell my kids that today. They can't believe it. But uh, yeah, fortunately, uh, school came easy to me. I enjoyed it, and uh, I enjoyed playing sports, so I kind of did it all, and I enjoyed sports more than school, but I still did school. I knew I had to do it. Now, did you play a lot of different sports growing up? Uh, yeah, I was uh, back then, whatever season it was, that's the sports we played, football, uh, basketball, baseball. But as I got older, I found that baseball was just a little too slow for me. 
uh, needed more action. And I was skinny. I can show you pictures when I was young. I was so skinny. I knew football. If someone would hit me one time, that'd be the end of it. So I gravitated towards a basketball, which I love the most. But in high school, I also did uh, played some volleyball and did some track and field, high jump, long jump, triple jump. Kind of did a lot of different things. So what was what do you feel like was your best sport? Now, when I grew up, I loved baseball. And then I had to come to realization that, nah, I'm 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 okay, but uh there's guys are a lot better. So what was your what did you feel like your best sport was? Well, obviously I think basketball was my best sport because that's what I played the most and I enjoyed the most. But I gotta tell you, I, I love volleyball. Volleyball was fun. And I think if I would have started at an earlier age, who knows? But I love volleyball. It's a fun sport. And now that I'm older, I wish I would have played soccer because I enjoy watching soccer. Although I probably would have been terrible at it, but I think I would have enjoyed it a lot. Now, did you uh, play a lot of basketball? Obviously, I did growing up. Seemingly, uh, I had never met anybody until I got to college that shot more and played more than me. Did you play a lot of basketball? And if you did, who kind of influenced you? Oh, that's a great question. So I grew up across the street from uh, San Pedro High School. So that was my backyard. And they had outdoor courts. And they used to open the gym on the weekends and on certain weeknights. And there was a lot of older guys here in town that used to play basketball. And as kids, we'd go up there hoping that they needed an extra guy to play. They didn't have enough. And they would go, hey, kid, come on, we need one more. And so really what influenced me as a young age is um, just all these older guys, these these men I used to play basketball with. And you kind of, you know, take a little something from each of their games and try to incorporate it into yours to make it your own style. But, you know, growing up here as a kid, um, yeah, I used to watch a lot of uh, basketball on TV. Uh, we used to get UNLV games here. Chick Hearn, the Laker broadcaster, used to do UNLV games at like 11 o'clock at night, local channel nine here. So I used to sneak out of my bedroom into the living room. We only had one TV. Parents didn't know, and I'd flip on and watch some basketball. <laughs> Got caught a couple of times, but um, yeah, I think it was just all the local guys here. Taught you how to you know, be tough. You're playing with men uh, on the pickup game. That was always a lot of fun. Um, as a young man, loved the uh, Philadelphia 76ers was the first team I liked, Dr. J, obviously. Yeah, of course. But soon realized I couldn't jump like Dr. J, couldn't do the things he did. And then, uh, you know, Magic came on the scene here in L.A., instantly a Magic fan. And I just loved the way he played team basketball. I think that really hit me when I was in high school about the team aspect of basketball. So I love that. So did you have a um, a good high school team? I know I know we did, and we had a good high school coach. Talk about that. Oh yeah, we uh, we actually during the when I was in high school, the uh, late eighties, we had some really good teams here in uh, San Pedro, and LA City basketball was probably up there with you know amongst the best places to play, probably in the whole country back then. So, yeah, we had some good teams. We got to a city final, a city semifinal. Um, back then uh, here in, in the city, you only went to high school for three years. So I played three years. We had three league championships here. 
And like I said, every time we got to the city final or city semifinal, we ran into some guys that, uh, you know, future NBA players. <laughs> and I remember the first time we get to the city final, I used to play the old sports arena here where the Clippers used to play. And as a security guard is letting our team come into the, to the arena, he asked us as we're walking by, he goes, hey, uh, where's your center? <laughs> like, you know, we got guys 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, what do you mean? He goes, well, those other guys got six, eight, six, nine guys <laughs> walking through like, this is what we got. <laughs> so you are now leaving high school. So what are you thinking? Um, you know, are you thinking about different colleges or because ultimately you ended up at USF. So how did that happen? Um, yeah, it was, uh, after the season, um, looking where to go. And I took a visit to USF and honestly, I just fell in love with everything. Uh, especially the guys that were up there, the guys that were on the team already, um, took me around the city a little bit. I kind of liked the atmosphere of USF kind of small campus. I think it just fit me perfectly. And right. First time I showed up, it, it just felt like home to be honest. I enjoyed everything about it. So what was some of your other choices or thoughts? I, I know that I really narrowed mine down really quickly. I wanted to stay in California. So I only really picked three schools. So what were some of your other possibilities? Oof, man, let me think. We had, uh, I know Wyoming was coming around serious. Uh, Arizona State was around. Um USC um, was asking me. They actually wanted me to wait a year to get there. Um, I did not want to go out of California. That was number one on my list. Uh, yep. You know, I hadn't really been anywhere as a kid, so <laughs> stayed close to home. And, uh, yeah, so USF just, you know, far enough but close enough. So who recruited you from USF and kind of persuaded you? Uh, the guy that came down was Coach Cosentino. Coach Cos was the first person I met from USF. He came down here to watch me play. And quite honestly, I don't think I've ever made more shots in my life than the one time he came to watch me. <laughs> and Bill, like, I couldn't miss that day, so which was perfect. Um, so he came down and kind of sold me on it to uh, to come and take a visit and everything. And then uh, my the head coach was Coach Ravelli. He came down and sealed the deal and had a meal with the family. That was it. So talk about your first impressions when you first got to school there. Um, and where'd you, where'd you live? I know my first dorm was uh, Gilson. And then I moved over to Phelan. So where were you? Well, this kind of has to do with, uh, I guess, uh, treated a little differently as an athlete. When we uh, had our visit, I didn't really like Gilson all that much. Oh, man. Yeah, and I hung out and feeling a lot that visit, and I really liked feeling. And fortunately, my roommate, him and I were the only two incoming freshmen, and we had talked before that we wanted to live in feeling. So we asked Coach, bro, hey, uh, can we get into feeling? We don't want to live in Gilson. He goes, all right, you guys are going to go in feeling, and which was kind of funny. So we are the freshmen on the team, but since we're living in feeling, everyone thought we were older and that we were transfers. So that was pretty interesting. So uh, talk about your team. Talk about your teammates. Did you guys uh, feel like you had a really good uh, good squad? 
Well, coming in, like after the first practice, I, I think I called my brother and said, hey, these guys are unbelievable. We're going to the final four right off the bat. Because <laughs> obviously in high school, you just don't have, got, you know, seven-footers all over the place, guards quick as lightning, guys that can shoot. It was an eye-opening experience. And I think uh, a lot of people, including myself, we don't realize – you think you're the big fish in a little pond here. Then you go and everyone has all these accolades. Everyone is phenomenal. And it's, it's, you got to work. You figure out really quick. It's either sink or swim. There's no getting skating by. So yeah, I thought we we're going final four. These guys were fantastic. So who were some of your teammates? Um, we had uh, Mark McCathrian. I think he was a high school All-American. He was up from uh, the city. Uh, we had a Joe Seeger who was a transfer from, uh, Oklahoma. I believe he came from Santa Monica. We had Pat Clarity, Pat Justy, my roommate, Jeff Christian, Robbie Grisby, Kevin Mouton. Uh, we had a lot of transfers that came in, a couple guys that started at USF because I was at the time when USF, uh, brought basketball back. So there were a couple guys that, that were there still from the first day. They were freshmen. So, uh. Yeah, these guys were all just characters, Bill. The stories we could talk about with these guys are just, they made every day fun and they were so different. It was, it was, it was a good environment and everyone was tight knit. You know, when it was time to go to dinner at the cafeteria, we all went at the same time. Uh, it was a lot of fun. These are good guys. Is there a game uh, or a couple of games that you can remember that were, um, like really close, like for one thing, when when we played, we didn't, of course, not like Santa Clara. And when I was in school there, we never lost to them. So we had some pretty heated battles. Uh, do you remember um, some games that you felt like Coach Bro said, look, we got to win this game? Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously ours, I think uh, we disliked St. Mary's a lot more than Santa Clara. St. Mary's was pretty good at that time. Wow. And plus, I had a friend that actually went to Santa Clara the same time I did, so I couldn't like him, dislike him that much. <laughs> but, yeah, we really disliked. And uh, I think the one game sticks out in my mind was probably when we played Notre Dame at, at USF. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a great game, um, intense, packed, and uh, we ended up beating them. And the best part, I think there was a little slight uh, – words going on between uh coach bro and digger phelps after yeah like yeah digger was not happy that they lost coach digger was not happy which made it even sweeter and it was a it was a good evening on campus after that let's put it that way a lot of fun <laughs> a yeah, lot of electricity matter, as a matter of fact coach Bravelli still talks about that game and, and some of the comments that he had for for digger so yeah um that's that's always really exciting so yeah. talk What's going to talk about your senior year in school? So now you're about to leave USF. What are you thinking? Are you thinking I'm going to try to play some basketball or am I looking for a job? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts. This was 1991. I'm finishing up and I wanted to go play basketball overseas. Obviously, I'm not good enough to play in the NBA. You guys are unbelievable. People don't realize that not everyone can play in the NBA. It's incredible, the talent, power, skill level. But 
I have a lot of relatives still in Croatia. Um, so that was my game plan. I was going to graduate, go over there, and, you know, just be a young man, play some basketball. And yeah, of course. See how long you can play. They didn't even have to pay me. I had relatives that would have housed me. But it was 1991 at that time, a war broke out. Croatia used to be part of Yugoslavia. So a war broke out uh, between Croatia and Serbia specifically. Yeah. And I came back home to San Pedro and I thought, all right, I'm going to wait it out. How long can it last and get out there? Well, the war lasted till uh, 1995. By that time, life moved on. <laughs> I got a job and uh, professional basketball was way out of the picture at that point. So it went to uh, life took me to a different direction. Let me ask you, what did you get your degree in, and what was your first job? Well, I got my degree in business administration because even today I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So I wanted some general, and maybe it will lead me. And at that time, uh, I was just getting some odd jobs right out of college because I was waiting to go play basketball, so I was mostly just playing basketball. Eventually, after a year, I got a job. My mom worked at a bank. And she goes, why don't you come talk to some of these loan agents here and see what you can do? So I went to talk to some loan agents, and I saw quickly that that wasn't my thing. But I also met an appraiser for the bank. So life took me in the direction. I enjoyed that, being a real estate appraiser. So that was my first serious job as a real estate appraiser. And I still am a real estate appraiser to this day. It's what I enjoy doing. Wow, that's 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 a real knack. So who did you learn? Did you have to um, go through a long learning period of time to be able to do that, to get acclimated? Um, yeah, I had some good people that kind of trained me. But what I had to do was take a couple classes uh, to get a job. My mom worked for Home Savings, and I had to end with Home Savings. So one of these loan agents that I spoke with, he wanted me to go talk to the uh, the lead appraiser for the West Coast for Home Savings, which was a bank back in the day. So when I went there, what happened was it wasn't a meet and greet. I was actually going to an interview. And there was four people on this panel, and they're interviewing five, uh, five people that wanted the job. And I was one of them. I just I wanted to know what appraising was at that point. I wasn't sure. So now I'm sitting there in this interview atmosphere and I'm sitting right in the middle. There's two people to my right, two to my left, and they start to the right and they start grilling the first guy with all these questions. Second guy, then they get to me and they start hammering. I go, hey, I think there's been a mistake. I just want to know what appraising is. And they asked me, well, from listening to these other guys, what do you think it is? So I kind of went through it. And they, all right, they talked to me for about five minutes. But after the guy, I guess, liked what I said, and I'm sure someone put a good word in for me, he goes, hey, why don't you go take these classes? And after that, why don't you come back, talk to me, and let's see what we can do. And that's how I got in. Took two classes, came back, and there we go. Well, obviously, you must have done a really good job. You know, let's, let's go back to one question that I kind of missed, is that when I was in school, I really learned – my probably my biggest lesson was, and you probably had this being from Croatia, a, a bigger worldview and a bigger view of myself because we knew how to work. We knew how to work really hard. 
but we didn't know that we could be leaders. We didn't know we could have our own businesses. Talk about what what is the biggest lesson that you learned at USF? It doesn't have to be about that, but what was the biggest lesson you learned when you were there? Whew, that's a great question, Bill. Wow, the biggest lesson. You know, a lot of the guys on the team and the people in school were from Northern California, uh, specifically uh, San Jose area. My roommate, Jeff Christian, he was from there, a lot of guys. And they tell me, you just got to talk a lot. You got to ask and talk a lot and see where that will get you. Because I was a pretty shy kid growing up. I didn't talk a lot. It took me a while to kind of uh, meet people and have conversations. And they just taught me, get out there and just start talking. And you don't know until you ask what the answer is. So they taught me a lot of that. And uh, we had an assistant coach, uh, Mike, the great Mike Farmer up at USF. And he kind of cemented a lot of that for me. And he would tell me stories about what he did and how he got through life. And that stuff really resounded with me. So now I know you got to ask first and if the first answer is not what you not what you want keep talking they might change their minds and that is that is great advice i always tell um my kids that i don't know of anybody that's not going to give you their opinion if you ask them <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> that's the truth yeah you know when i was um when i was playing and even now um I'm I'm a big hobby guy. Like I, I'm still trying to play guitar. I used to play chess. I used to collect different things. Um, what's what's your hobby? What do you like to do? Um, for for just fun, just for you. Well, I love always have loved to read, so I do a lot of reading. And also, as I've gotten further along in my life, I've enjoyed gardening. I got a little vegetable garden out there and just kind of you know some plants around the yard it just brings a little peace of mind to get out there get your hands dirty you know put a little work in and then you get to see the fruits of your labor uh i, I enjoy that we got some uh we got a lot of pets take care of the pets we got some chickens so that's always fun being around chickens you do yeah i, I think i was meant to be a farmer i'm not sure but I do enjoy that. And also I love going fishing. So I don't do it often enough, but I love being on the water on a boat. All these things just bring me kind of peace and calm to my life and kind of put your mind at ease, you know, rest your mind for a little while. Okay. I got to tell you, what was the biggest fish you ever caught? I can't say that because the biggest fish I ever caught uh, the line broke and got away. But what's the <laughs> biggest fish you ever caught? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. For So one of my jobs early on in life was I went uh, commercial salmon fishing up in Alaska. Wow. Yeah, for like, a, did it twice for like a month each time. So I'm not going to catch those, count those big 50, 60 pound salmon we caught in nets. But I think probably like a 30 pound tuna right here. Uh, uh, off Catalina Island right here. That was probably the biggest one. 
which was, uh, if you ever caught a tuna, man, those things fight. Wow, a lot of fun. Yeah, but I got to tell you, I'm not a, I'm not a fisherman. I'm more the land guy, you know, <laughs> golf and tennis. So I'm a little, I'm a little safer that way. <laughs> hey, talk about your family a little bit. Well, I met my wife here during that little stretch where, uh, in between, am I going to go play basketball or not? Met my wife here in San Pedro, four years younger than me. Um, Met her here. Uh, we've been married now 27 years, going on 28 years. Wow. We have four unbelievably wonderful and different children. Love them all, but they're all so different. Three boys and uh, one daughter. My oldest son graduated from UC Santa Cruz. My daughter graduated from LSU. My next son, he's uh, in junior college right now, freshman. And my youngest, he's uh, eighth grade, getting ready to go to high school. Well, let me throw a shout out to Mio, Daniela, Thomas, and Marco. Love all of you. <laughs> now, I, I have four kids myself, and I got to tell you, they're all different. Uh, wouldn't it's it amazing. be nice if they were all the same? It'd be easy. <laughs> <laughs> What is what is the biggest difference in your kids? Biggest um, differences. You know, two of them, my daughter and my youngest, are a lot more outgoing than my oldest two. They're more reserved and kind of like to be behind the scenes, where the other two, they're ready to go and do anything. You name it, let's go. They're ready to go. So that's the biggest difference to me, is just how, how outgoing they are. How are, different. They, are they sports kids? Uh, not really. No, not really. That's okay. No, no. So my oldest, uh, he ran cross country. He did it in high school and junior college. Uh, my daughter was a cheerleader and, uh, my third one, no sports. He played baseball when he was young, but when he got to high school, he didn't want to do sports anymore. And the youngest is just picking up boxing right now. We have a family friend that wanted to teach him boxing. So he's getting into boxing. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's that's not an easy sport. Uh, no, not at all. So it's a good workout for him. So I'm I'm proud he's getting some exercise in. So what did you? I just want to talk about what kind of dad were you? Now I was more the disciplinarian, you know, mainly because I was gone, and then it was like, hey, wait till your dad gets back home, and he's gonna discipline you. So what, what kind of dad did you feel like you were? Um, probably with the first one, not a great dad, because I was figuring it out. <laughs> so I apologize to him uh, often. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought kids were supposed to act a certain way and be a certain way. And I quickly learned that I was terribly wrong, especially when you get down to the fourth one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was definitely the disciplinarian. and. As each kid, I'm sure you're the same way, it's less and less discipline with each one as you learn more. And it was difficult to figure out what worked with each kid because they're all so different. And so there was a lot of techniques we had to try to figure out. And also with my daughter, it was very difficult because to this day, I don't understand girls. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
And I always remember one time she was in her room. She must have been like seven years old and she's crying. And I walk in there. Oh, you know, what's going on? What's the matter? She goes, I, I, I just have emotions. And I go, okay. And I gave her a hug, walked out. And I told my wife, hey, this one's on you. I, I'm lost. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I was very fortunate that, uh, you know, I had three boys and my daughter. My daughter is very different. And... Uh, but luckily, she's such a great girl that, um, you know, we uh, um, probably disciplined her less, but she probably didn't need it. Um, so it's just kind of really interesting because they're so different. And, yeah, um, yeah. My daughter, uh, uh, my daughter's tough as nails, too. Before the last one was born, they asked my second oldest son, does you want a brother or a sister he goes oh we need a brother we need one more to gang up on our sister <laughs> she ran the show now um i do want to ask you do you watch do you still i will watch a ton of sports now still just as just to kind of keep myself abreast of what's going on and um i'm a big sports guy Basketball, baseball, football, everything. Soccer, I don't care what's on. Night throwing, I'll watch. <laughs> so do you still watch um, a lot of sports? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I can't get away from kind of like you. A lot of things that pique my curiosity. Yeah, I I, I even watch uh, the bull riding. Fascinated yeah. by bull riding. Yeah, I'll watch that. Can't figure out why someone wants to sit on a bull like that, but I'll watch it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm way into soccer, uh, European leagues especially. Anything that has the national teams playing, big fan of the Croatian national team soccer. Uh, yeah, basketball. Uh, love college football, pro football. Right about now, playoff time. I'll watch. But yeah, all that stuff, Bill. I'm just like you. Then I'll watch anything. Just watch the Australian Open tennis final. Men's and women. Oh, yeah. man, I love all of it. Now, the last thing I'm going to ask you is uh, you had an opportunity to come back um, and watch our Dons play and see the building or, you know, what they've done there. Uh, what do you think? You like it? Oh, I love it. I think it's fantastic, everything they're doing. And it's very nostalgic going back and – and as you know, just met you in person a couple of weeks back there at a game. Um, it's always interesting because I'm watching the game, but my mind is always drifting to all these wonderful memories, you know, being at USF and just a lot of the changes. Even like when we walk into the bookstore, it's like, wow. And I do have to say, um, I'm a little upset they did get rid of the grog, though. I've missed the grog. <laughs> had uh, had some good times at the grog. But yeah, I love what they're doing and uh, I hope they just keep doing it. You look at the campus, new beautiful buildings, just keep it going, USF, keep it going strong. It's amazing. And I encourage anyone who hasn't been in a while, go back and hang out on campus and you know relive some of these great memories we have. Awesome, awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being on. You're, you're very awesome. And um I want to make sure you stay in touch. Naturally, I'm going to be in touch with your roommate, your ex-roommate. Um, 
Because he's for one thing, he's close to me. He's right down the road. I'm in Sac, and I go back and forth between Sacramento and uh, San Francisco all the time. So uh, let's make sure we stay in touch. And uh, you know, our Don season's not over yet. We could probably get another game in. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, and you're <laughs> on the way. You got to stop by Jeff's house because you pass right by Vacaville and get some pizza billy makes good pizza that's that's what he tells me yeah he yeah, even let you make your own which is kind of fun oh awesome. <laughs> yeah but it's been an absolute pleasure uh i'm honored to be on the podcast with you and i can't wait to see you again and get get a game in appreciate it thank you bill